what'd you do this weekend? Gabriel, this weekend. Gabriel Hill. <laughs> this weekend. Let me see. So I went to the catch one because they had um, a bunch of DJs there. And they had like, you know, the catch has like three different floors with multiple rooms. So I went there and uh, danced like it was crazy. Then I went to... Was like house music? Yeah, it was house music. Um, no DJ in particular that I go to see. I just went to go dance because it's like one of those weeks. You know, it was a holiday weekend. I wanted to just go dance and have a little good time. So then after that, we went to um, an after party, which was downtown in some area. And then I danced at like 6 o'clock in the morning. And then I came home. Were you on drugs? Absolutely not. Just a little after. The whole thing was natural? That's all natural. We don't believe you. You need more people. <laughs> no, just to get on natural adrenaline. I know the friends you do. <laughs> you <laughs> anyway. Drugs are bad for don't you. Don't know Molly from cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's another story. Yes, that is. <laughs> did you just... Did you, so you guys took an Uber? Or mm. did you drive? No, no, no. We took an Uber. Because we first we started out at one of my neighbor's house. And we went to... So you like hopping around? Yeah, yeah. So we pre-partied at the house. The pre-party started at like 9 o'clock. We went over there. You know, had a few shots. Like my drink, of course, you always know is tequila. So tequila gets you turned. And so you really don't mean anything after you had tequila. You know? You either gonna go fall asleep or you gonna get turned. <laughs> Turn to a uh, And so yeah, you know, this, my drink of choice is tequila, and that's I what it was. Had a few shots. Island. What's yours? Long Island. Long Island likes tequila. It has tequila in it too. Does it? Oh. Yeah. It has like all the liquors. But it has it. all the yeah. It has like all those liquors. I after that. It's like the Tokyo tea. The only thing difference between a Long Island and a Tokyo tea is you put Midori in a Tokyo tea, and in a Long Island you put Coke in it. Coca-Cola, that is. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola <laughs> and a smile. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. I should have been a mixologist. <laughs> I can see you being a bartender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your problem? What's going on with you? Don't come into my bar looking at that with bad vibes. That's right. You know, you used to drink on me. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you should, you should look into it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if I could like be around liquor all day and not want to like sample and taste and just enjoy. You can it. always do shots with them. I see how the bartenders do it all the time. I do see that, and it makes and it makes them cooler, and you know the tip get the tips are better. Right, you're like one of the you're, you're like the cool bartender, and then they'll give you a tip because oh you know Gabriel he's kicking on with us, you know, and he's still doing his job, you know. I wouldn't mind being a bartender. I just think that. With those shots, I wouldn't want to win and say no. I I I would be scared because I feel like I'd mess it up. I, would, I thought you wanted Midori. Oh, you wanted the Midori. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were touch the glass, okay? Or I like forget what goes in there and stuff. I don't know. I I get. I'm I'm setting myself up for failure already by talking shit about it. But uh, yeah, that's the only thing I worry about. That and, and keeping track of everybody. I see them when the when the place is crowd, you know, cracking, and they gotta go do all this shit. And this guy, this guy, and this guy might be an idiot, and this guy, this bitch, this one might be a bitch and shit. I don't know. No, that, no, I know what you're saying because like we've all been into you know 
some event or bar or club or something, and like you always see the meatheads there. You yeah, see I feel some... bad for them. Yeah, like, and you're not down. just ignore. If I was a bartender, you would get served last if you got served at all. Yeah, I remember when I was in San Francisco, oh, and I was. Uh, what were you doing in San Francisco? What did the kids say? I was lit. <laughs> the kids but what say, were you doing there? What street was you on? What area was you? You know on? that we were in Castro. No wonder your knees and our elbows are all dark. What's that mean? <laughs> were you on your knees over there? <laughs> One of them gay jokes, gay bro. Stop that. Was it Castro or there's like before you get to Castro, I think on mission, I think. There's a there's like bar next to bar next to bar. We did like a bar crawl. That sounds like the castle. I think it's on right? That sounds like it. I mean, I, you you were closer to to San Francisco than right. than I. But Castro was like the gay. Area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we were not in the gay area, like more on the mission. I think there's like bar after bar. Anyway, I said that right. <clears throat> so <laughs> I had money in my. I took it, you know, in my hand, and the and the bar is a female bartender, and you know it's my turn to order drinks, and I'm just like playing with the glove, like, like that, because I'm just toe up. She looked at me like I had dirt on my face, and then went to the next person, and I was like, dang, like she was not in the mood, she was not there to play play, she, you know what I'm saying? Like she just, had, she had, she's at work, like what? Because in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, I'm first of all I'm fucked up, second I'm like. She, maybe she's gonna laugh because she looked like she needed a laugh, you know. She's so fucking serious. She did not give a fuck. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you, you know, of all people, like you know, there are a lot of people in this world who just don't like people in general, and they take these jobs where they have to be <laughs> people have some type of people skills or have some type of customer service skills, but yet they don't have any of that. Or maybe she was just having a bad day. Maybe you know what I'm saying? Maybe she was day. on that, that time of the month. But to me, for me, I always tell people like San Francisco is LA has better a better vibe than San Francisco. But to me like San Francisco has a lot more a lot more area people who are like so they, they have to struggle so hard that they just get angry. They're just angry at the world. You know what I'm saying? At least I hear like people have the same thing, have the same situation, but they have like higher hopes or something. Like just more opportunity here to do something. You think they're more to, optimistic? To contact, they're more contact. Uh, yeah, they're more optimistic. Right. Like out there, I don't, I don't feel like they feel they look defeated every time I, you know, meet somebody who's like even has their own store. Or you know, bartending, or as their own cop, they're just so either they're arrogant and they're very, uh, you know, they, like they don't, you know, pessimistic and don't give a shit about you. It's just weird. It's just a weird vibe. Very sarcastic. Uh, it's more asshole-ish. At least for me, what I've dealing with being dealing uh, dealing with both cities, I just uh, L.A. has more understanding people more people who are helpful you know what i mean because because we're all do, trying to do the same thing we don't want to step on anybody's toes i guess that's the mentality we don't want to burn any bridges you know what i'm saying so no, i didn't have that experience in san francisco all the times that i've been and i think it's probably like the crowd in the area that we went to <laughs> the crowd in the area that we went to um may have a difference, you know, say a different effect. I know you live closer to San Francisco, so you have more of a understanding of it. I've only traveled there back and forth for the last, uh, what, 
since 2004, since I've been in LA, travel back. I used to go like twice a year to San Francisco. Um, LA from San Francisco is about a six hour drive. So um, yeah, it's fairly close, you know, it gives you, you know, a nice little little time to get to know people in the car. So it's fun, play all the drinking games. Wait, except for the driver. Driver's not playing the drinking games. But, <laughs> but, uh, wink, wink, or? <laughs> no, but okay, so. My experience has not been like that. I, every time I've been up there, everybody has been open. Everybody has had a pleasant attitude. Yeah, and I feel like the they're festivals? more hippie-ish. Yeah, mm, because I go yeah, for yeah, the yeah. festivals, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The crowd that I go with and the people that I go see. So I miss a lot of what you experience because like, I'm, 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 I guess I say I'm in a vacuum or I'm inside of a bubble, so to speak. Yeah, you go to events. Yeah, because I go to events and then I don't really go out into the city. I've been to all of the, 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 the different places that you go when you go to San Francisco. Um, uh, not Rikers Island, but... Uh, What's Treasure Tre Island? No, yeah, Treasure Island I've been to. It's the music festival why, Treasure why, Island. Why would he... What? What's the What's the island there? What you go visit? Everybody goes visit to. They have the movie Shawshank Redemption. It's not Treasure Island? It's Treasure Island? No, no, no. I know what you're talking about. Alcatraz. Alcatraz. So you go to Alcatraz. You go to Treasure Island. It's another one. It was really cool. You go to Pier 39. You go to the Crooked Street. You go to the Golden Gate Bridge. You go to Castro. You know, so you go to you go all these places in San Francisco. <laughs> you go to Castro. I go to Castro, and I even go across the bridge and go to Oakland. Hey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, no, there's 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 all these places that you can go. Like I said, I've been to San Francisco several times. I mean, I shouldn't call it a second home. You know, what I'm saying I don't know it as well as you did because you live so close. But I mean, like I do, I, I make an effort to go there every every twice a twice a year because I think it's just wonderful. And you can take the um, makeup us up there for like $20 there and $20 back so there's no reason for people in LA not to just go up for a day trip and come back on the mega bus just saying hey, $20. yeah $20 but my experience has always been um, like I said everybody's always been like well especially when you go to Dolores Park you can get anything in Dolores Park in San Francisco anything that's like in the middle of the city and it's like you go it's like a park in San Francisco it's like a communal a communal communal park Community park, we'll say it like that. And like everybody goes and you bring your kids, you bring your family, you bring your significant other and you just lay out in the park. You can play hacky sack. Is that the one across the street from the Full House house? Yes, yes, that's the exact yeah, one. Yeah, I like that park. Yeah, that's a really cool park. Now that's one thing that they have in uh, Sacramento, Sa San Francisco that they don't have in uh, Los Angeles. We don't have like a park like that. I mean, Grand Park is kind of similar to it. Uh, Grand Park here in LA, similar to that. Yeah, Maybe the beaches. Homeless, the homeless people. But th that's the problem that we have here because them homeless people come in here and just take it over. They be like, this is ours. Yeah. They gonna set up 20 tents and they gonna look at you like you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing on my front line? And I ain't mad at this them. This is the park, bro. <laughs> I am not mad at it. If I had a, a real estate like that, I'd park my tent right there too. <laughs> real estate. The thing about Frisco too is like they always know God, when you're not from there. Because mm -hmm. I think we would act a little extra because we're trying to because we're having fun you know we're out of you know our city we're in a new city we're you know walking around blah blah, blah and they they'll always be like you guys are from here are you how do you know that? Well, plus we have a we have a way about us. Like you could tell, like the Southern California people from the Northern, you could really tell us. Like we have a different swag. Our accent is slightly different as well. We have a slightly different accent. I think, I think they're just they're just so laid back and they don't they're so angry. 
<laughs> they, don't, they don't have time to joke around. I don't know what it is. You keep saying that. I because every time you. I every time I talk to a local or something, even like the homeless people, like they're so uptight. Or you know, even like a store owner. I went. To, I remember I went into a store one time to get a name nameplate belt made, and the dude was kind of just acting so uh, sarcastic with me and uh, kind of like you know you know you would do with your friend and I'm like it, it kind of left me like shook I was like why are you talking to me like we like we cool like that like you don't you know you don't talk to me like that especially like a customer that was just so weird you know, it was just, it was just my my experience with people out there is just they're just too laid back and too uptight I asked the DJ what he was playing one time and he was like looked at me like I asked him what his social security number was. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe that time of the year that you went, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like 10, 10, 15 years. Every, so, every so time, every time, I time go you down go, there. okay, you have that. Okay. They're not all like that, but most of the time. The people who are not like that are the transplants. It's kind of like, uh, it's kinda like uh, LA. I feel like maybe LA people who aren't transplants are more laid back. So you know, you know they're easy breezy, but then like the transplants, they come down here, and then they just try to hit the you know ground running. You know what I'm saying? They you know doing stuff and they're making things happen, and you know, and the people who live here are just trying to you know, you know, pay rent, you know, make a living and survive. You know what I'm saying? Where other people, you know, transplants, we see LA as like a land of opportunity, and we're trying to do stuff all the time. So. That's how I feel about it. Uh, don't be raining on my San Francisco. I love San Francisco. I just think you've had some experiences that necessarily I've never heard people have the experience. I like San Francisco, the scenery and the vibe. Just the people can be a little arrogant. That's all. Some people, not all of them. I don't think you like people at all, to be honest. <laughs> I like you, Gabriel. I'm surprised. <laughs> I like you too, but no, I, I honestly, I think it's, I, I don't, I don't have that. I have not had that experience. I mean, I can tell you the first time that I went up to San Francisco, um, I had the best time, like, you know, going out to Castro, I had my, um, my locks at the time, I had grown them for seven years, they were to the middle of my back. Oh, I thought I was cute. <laughs> Nobody could tell me nothing. I was in the, on the Golden Gate Bridge, my hair was just blowing in the wind. Woo! They got, you got pictures of You got pictures. I do got pictures. I want to see them. I'll bring them next time. So, yeah, I mean, like, I'm just saying. I like, had braids, I had cornrows. So, yeah, no, I've seen your pictures when you were younger. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. I did have my So dance, young, so young. Yeah, who? D'Angelo. over here. <laughs> That's a different subject for a different day. But yeah, so I remember, you know, just going to San Francisco. I was, what, 24? My first time going? So my first time going to San Francisco was 24. I was 24 years old. Where'd, yeah. you, where'd you go? To Winston, all those places that I told you. Oh, That's yeah, the okay. first time I went. Yeah. You went on a tour. Yeah, because I was like, you know, I'm 24. I'm, a, I'm trying to be out on the city. I'm trying to do some things. And we went over to Oakland. <laughs> what you doing in Oakland? We just went out to some clubs over there. You got, did you go to Nations? Uh, nope. <laughs> There's a burger joint called Nations if you're in Oakland. Or even in Sacramento. I think they have one in Sacramento now. Nations, they have the best burgers. And they'd be open late. 
So should we plan a trip to go to Oakland and then jump over to San Francisco? So I can. Ha- I want to try these burgers. Well, you know, I you, eat everything. What you supposed to, everything? What you supposed to do is you party, party all night, then you go to Nations, and then you you know get your eat on, and then you leave. But I don't know how that's that was years ago, man. I don't, I don't even know they do that anymore. You act like you are so old. I am very old, Gabriel. Mm-hmm. You know, back in have my you seen Angela Bassett? She's sixty something years old. Have you seen her? Number one, and then number two, you see how athletic she is. Yeah, she looks fantastic. She got some shoulder. I want her shoulders. <laughs> Try to get Angela Bassett's shoulders. <laughs> She's very toned and very firm. Trying to do my shoulders. She's toned and firm. That's what I will say. Absolutely. I mean, I'm just saying, if I can look like that, and I'm 60 plus, come through. Come through. <laughs> yeah, she ain't dying anytime soon. She's going to be 120 years old. She'll be like Cicely Tyson. She'll be like Cicely Tyson. <laughs> she was fit too, wasn't she? Yeah, but she's she like, Cicely Tyson like 90 something, and still like getting it. Getting life. Getting life. (laughs) Getting this money. That part. That part. That's what all I'm saying. Just saying. But yeah, San Francisco's fun. I encourage everybody to go. Uh, It's got a lot to offer. The city's amazing. It's the New York on the West Coast. You gotta go to the Twin Peaks. You you gotta go to Twin Peaks? I have not been to Twin Peaks. Every time I go, I take my friends there to Twin Peaks. And the, uh, you've been to the dilapidated bathhouses? There used to be like a bathhouse at the end, and then it got destroyed. Bathhouse? What do you mean by bathhouse? Because there's a different meaning for it. Uh, <laughs> That's well, I'm asking. Back in the, there's a whole history about it. Um, but they used to have bathhouses way back in the day. But explain what a bathhouse is. Bath, like bath like a spa, is. and it was at the end of the old, uh, it's like the, the shore of the ocean. Uh, I, think, I don't know if I'm saying that right. But like years of like you know the waves crashing into it just destroyed it but there's like still remnants of it and there's like caves and then like uh, houses that are like cut down shaped down it looks it looks really cool yeah but there's like a center on top that tells you the history and it's a restaurant and it tells you the history of the bathhouse and then you go down to the bathhouse so like a bathhouse meaning like it's destroyed you can't use it no but it was like a like a community bathhouse, like people would just go and take a bath there. I mean, I'm like kind of confused. It's kind of like a, it was like I don't know, like way back in the day, like not like the 1900s or something, uh-huh. like really old, and it's just destroyed. There's just, there's nothing left of it, just just like destroyed, dilapidated, you know, the remnants of it. <clears throat> but you can like go there. People take their kids there and their dogs there and stuff like that. And then the trees uh, behind it are like. Bend by the by the wind, so it looks kind of cool. I don't know. It's every time I take my friends to San Francisco, that's I take them there. I take them to uh, uh, what's that street? I take them to Twin Peaks, and then after Twin Peaks, uh, actually I take them to uh, fuck it, what's that? The Crooked Street you're talking about? No, no, no. I, I've you know I've never seen that i've never been there I, I drove down it did you you? Gotta, be, you gotta ride your bricks all the way down yeah i've never been down there no, i'll never do it again i was so scared <laughs> you gotta Every ride your bricks i see people do that i was like why down? do you do that because it literally is like a 90 degree angle going yeah. down the hill and if you just get on your bike you're done yeah. like you're done like one missed break and you're you're done it, huh? yeah call it's it over. a day <laughs> 
But yeah, so what, what street are you talking there's about? There's a street that, that's like just clothes, full of clothes. There's like a Madonna. There's a, Amoeba Records is there. So Amoeba Records is the, the, the bar, milk bar. And there's a McDonald's at the end. And then there's like uh, a park. There's a church and then there's like a park. And then it's like, dang, what's that street? I have a horrible memory. Kids don't do drugs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I've been to that street. Um, but San Francisco is really good. I know, I really shouldn't say, oh, it's like the New York of, of the the West. It should be. Yeah. Well, I know what they, this, they say, but it should we say then New York is the San Francisco of the East? I think they always say that because of the, uh, the, <laughs> the rent. Hate Street. So oh, if wait, you go I, all the way yeah, down Hate no, Street, when you get off the freeway, you go down, for, I don't know, and then you go down Hate Street. So I'll take, we go down there shop or whatever and walk around and stuff eat then i take them up to twin peaks and then you know they can see the city they can walk up the two titty hills you know what i'm saying it's it's fantastic it's well fantastic. After those, i i know about that i don't think i went to or i did went to i don't remember like i said i go twice a year so that's a plan to go as that is a good plan to do the mega bus maybe rent a car or bikes when you get there because we need to because I would like people to see the Twin Peaks so we need a car because you gotta, you go up some hills to get Uber. there or Lyft and then come back down yeah Bart too maybe you, no, you take Bart I'm saying but Twin Peaks you have to go up a hill and then you have to come back down so Uber twice or just run a car where you can run a car Let's <laughs> see if you have people with you, like four. You got four people yeah. with you. Just put the. You know. I gotta trust your driving though. San Francisco is very hilly. I mean, oh, I'm good on that. I'm good. Th- on th- those hills. Like, I drive stick on the hills, bro. That's it's crazy. Like the hill. Like I, you know, because I don't drive a lot. If you so want to, if you want to learn dr- to drive stick, you're, you go to San Francisco. If you master those hills on a stick, you're a pro. You can do anywhere. That 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 city is nothing but hills. Like. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Everybody got the big old calves because they got to walk Because you got to walk off the big old hills. hills. Everybody got like Olympian legs. Yeah. Because <laughs> they got to walk up the hills. And they do walk. And a lot of people yeah, walk there or take walk. the metro or the trolley. Or ride their bike. Yeah, or ride their bike. And I'm like, wow. And like, it's like a lifestyle there in San Francisco. It is a lifestyle. So it's like... You have to get accustomed to it. I mean, you have the marine layer. It's mostly like, what, 60 degrees year-round. There's some days that, you know, you might break 80, but it's pretty cooler climate there. The people the people curb their stuff here. What do you mean? Like uh, like in Frisco, people, if they want to get rid of stuff, they'll just curb it. They'll put mm. it on the curb, and then nine times out of ten, like an hour later, it'll be gone. Well, here, you can put it, L.A. being here, you can put it um, on the side of the, the street. In front of your house or whatever, and then you call. I think it's four one one or six one one. Yeah, yeah. And that's, then they'll come and pick it up. That's not. That's not what I'm talking about. But I know you're talking about. I did that before with my bed, with my uh, futon frame. Uh-huh. But yeah, no. In Frisco, you want to get rid of some? Put it on the corner mm-hmm. <laughs> of your block. He be gone an hour. Ooh. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm scared of bear bugs. It ain't like when we was younger. We well, used to go to rummage stores when and you're garage desperate. selling. No, I get that. But I mean, like, and even with the bed bugs things, like, there was things when we was growing up, and we used to go camping. We'd go camping. We do like camping, like going to like uh, cabins to camp or like church camp or whatever. We would always bring a can of Lysol, 
and you would spray the sheet. You would spray the bed down where you even got off. Lysol. Yeah, there's a can of Lysol. Febreze. No, 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 no. Because um, Lysol it kills 99.9 percent of germs, and you would spray it down. You would wipe it down, and then you put your belongings on. Like, I just think the reason why bed bugs and stuff are spreading because people are nasty. They don't care, and they're lazy. How do you how do you spread bed bugs? How do you spray bed? You check first. No, like, spread. Like how are you? How are people spreading bed bugs? Because like, so what happens is like, even do they go with you to work? Yeah, yo. Know? So if you take public transportation, let's just take this one scenario. If you take public transportation, and you have like a bag with you, or you have like bags with you, or you have clothes, they can jump on your coat. Clothes. They can jump in your bag. They can jump. That's how roaches get spread. People like on the that, no seriously. They like roaches will jump in your bag. They're just like they are hitchhikers, just like anybody else. <laughs> and they will hitchhike right on home with you, and that's how you get some of the stuff. You can get bed bugs from riding on the train in the metro because people are dirty and they're nasty. Not everybody is clean. Why is that? Why is that made them? That's not their fault that the. the a bug jumped in their backpack. No, no, it's true. No, I'm not talking about the person where it is the the, the the one that's getting hitchhiked on. I'm talking about the people who are allowing it to happen. Metro does their best, I think, to keep the, the trains <coughs> the trains and things clean. But you have a lot of homeless people here in LA, and you got a lot of just people who are just nasty. Like you ever been in a people's house? You got hoarders. You got people who. <laughs> <laughs> what? You got people who are not the cleanest, right? Cleanest. 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 Thank you. <laughs> and um, so what happens is you, it spreads. Like, you may not like. Like, well, I know when I'm on the bus and train, and before I go home, I'm shaking my clothes out, I'm checking my bag. Because, you know, you go to people's houses too. They got roaches. That roach is not going to, that roach don't know no names and don't know no hoes. It's going to go right crawling in your bag thinking that you got some food or something in it. And then before you know it, you come home and you got a whole litter <laughs> running around your apartment. One time I was in my room and <laughs> I was on my phone and I'm just chilling. And then uh, for some reason I said, I was like, I feel like something was in my stomach because I had my shirt on, and then I put the it was it, it was dark, so I put the phone on my stomach, and then there's like a roach chilling on my stomach, son. And I said, "What the hell?" I smacked, smacked him away. I turned the light on. He just still there, like he was like, "What? What, son? What?" I'm like, "Man, people fucking chilling." I was like, "How long was he chilling on my stomach, dude?" You nasty. Because I was just like, <laughs> you nasty. Was just like this, looking at my phone, you know, do you ever play on a phone playing Candy Crush or some shit? I was like, something on my stomach. <laughs> so I was trying to light on it. It's just chill. Like, where do you think you picked it up from? I was like, I get roaches here sometimes. Like one. Oh. Yeah. No, no, no. Where there's one, there's more. You don't just have one. Right. But I've only seen one at a time. You better get sprayed. Let me check my bag. I know. <laughs> bag. You probably bring it. Oop. You got more homeless people around your area. We do have a lot of homeless people on the on the west side. And that's because they the come over there. 
because it's closer to the beach. You got the transportation. <laughs> no, serious. You got transportation. The homeless love the beach. They do. They, well, exactly. They can go pitch a tent right out there on the beach. Ain't nobody going to bother them. Absolutely. And then they have the um, they have all the amenities there. And you got the the 33 that runs 24-7. So they jump up. If you ever catch the 33 on Venice Boulevard, what happens is the homeless people got that bus on lock. They just ride that bus up and down all night because it runs 24-7. If I was homeless and I needed a warm place to stay at, I'm going to jump on a bus that's running 24-7. And the the 33 runs up and down Venice Boulevard all night. All night. Gabriel knows because he knows all the homeless people <laughs> by name. Hey, Gabriel. <laughs> hey, Rodney. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Gabe's number one. <laughs> You know, I love my peoples, you know what I'm saying? Whether they are homeless or they live in the, 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 the mansion on top is. of the hill, right? It's kind of like, you know, hey, I mean, like, I treat everybody the way I want to be treated. And I like to be treated fairly. Hey, Gabriel. <laughs> You're going to make the city better. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, they, they, I think they want to do what's right. I think they, you know, they just fell on bad luck. They had a hard time. I think most of those people, even if you gave them a solution, wouldn't take it. Because then they got to get back on the grid. And they've been off the grid so long, you know. Once you get, let's say, let's say you've been homeless for 10 years. And for some reason, somehow you are able to get back on your feet you have an address and blah 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 you haven't paid a bill in 10 years you whatever you did before you were homeless they still accumulating whatever you missed they're gonna find you you know they want they want the much money so and that's true and that's why a lot of them just go missing they go m.i.a <coughs> they're in MIA, they're in uh skid row oh yeah you go down to skid row there's a lot of people down there just chilling. Man, they don't want the pressures. Crazy. They don't want the responsibilities. They don't want anything that has to do with, you know, being <laughs> a a productive citizen. And like sometimes I kind of, I kind of, I think we all kind of the mood flashes through our head. Like, you know, I don't feel like doing this anymore. No like, I don't feel like going to work. I don't feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want benefits. I don't feel like dealing with. I don't folks. want to take care of my teeth. I don't want to take care of my health. Well, I mean, I think I that, that's around when reality smacks you in the face. In the, yeah. the tent, not knowing who's going to come in and stab me in the face. Well, I said that's when reality sets in. You'd be like, okay, you know what? I like my lifestyle. I like living in a brick and mortar building. Yeah. Okay, I like you know being able to brush my teeth. I like running water. I like, I like the toilet that flushes. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I like being able to, to afford the finer things. I mean, you got a whole museum of shoes here. <laughs> I no, mean... I don't. <laughs> you know what else we all like to do when um, people come out of town? I like to <laughs> I like to take them downtown, and then I'll take a wrong turn on Skid Row, and we'll drive through that those areas, and I'll just freak them out. No, I think it does freak out people. And you know what? Skid Row is not bad. It's just a lot of people down there, again, who fell on bad luck. And some of them are talking to themselves. And that's what's the, the scary. is like walking through there. Because I've had to walk through there coming back. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's bad, too. Yeah. Well, well it's not back. bad, but it's just it's a trip. Yeah, it smells like piss and despair. Absolutely. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, I didn't know what despair smells like, but... That's piss and despair right there. <laughs> if, you want, if you want to get what knocked into like reality, I guess, 
go, you know, walk walk down there. You could drive down there to feel safer, but walking down there. Right, you see them rats running from tent to tent? Shit. And that's the thing. <laughs> like, living in them tents, them rats know them folks on first name basis. Yeah. And they be feeding them, and they thinking and they, they pet. No, that's how the bubonic plague start. No, don't do that. And they be like petting them rats. They got they, a plague that's popping right yeah, now. Yeah, no, that's the bubonic a, that, plague started by a rat biting a human. No, but that's like happening that. now there. Well, there no, yeah, well, there's because there's like the um an outbreak of uh of uh what's the name of that disease? Uh, can't think of it now. But they they always continue to have outbreaks down there uh, because of like how close quarters these people are, and then they're the the dirt. And them not taking showers. I can't think of any of the disease. Hepatitis. <clears throat> they keep having hepatitis outbreaks. But what happens if you have an outbreak like the bubonic plague and you don't have a cure for it? It will spread throughout the city like wild, wildfire. I mean, we know how wildfires are here and around the L.A. area. They're pretty bad. And that's the reason why I do think that we should get a cap on our homeless problem. And I'm not trying to run around like with my hair on fire and screaming, you know, fire, fire, fire. But what I am saying is fire, fire, fire. Because what happens is there, there will be a strand and there will be something that comes along that's going to wipe out the human race, half of it anyway. It will be something that comes along. And where do I think it's going to start? I think it's going to start with the weakest among us. And the weakest among us are, happens to be, you know, our, our population of homeless people. And I think that's where we'll start because, I mean, they don't have the health care. They don't have the necessities that they need to be able to take care of themselves. And before we know it, I think it's going to be epidemic like AIDS. But here's, here's what's going to happen, though. There's going to be, <laughs> there's going to be the zombie apocalypse. And, and what I want people to go is Joshua Tree. You go to Joshua Tree, there's plenty of land, plenty of room. We can live off of the land. You know, we can we could uh, make the soil fertile. We can live in, in the rocks and stuff and the stones and make houses and be a tribe and walk around naked in loincloths. <laughs> what a life. While other That's fairy tale. That's while, fairy tale. While everybody else is turning into zombies <laughs> and dying and eating each other brains and You, flesh. you don't think they're going to find Joshua Tree? No. Of course they do. It's too far. They are, what are they? They're zombies. Nothing's too far from them. Too far. Nothing's too far from them. Let me let me explain something. I have a strategy. Let, okay. me, let me explain the strategy. Okay. We go in the deepest part of Joshua Tree, right? There's so many, there's so many deep parts of Joshua Tree you can go to, right? We set up a perimeter, right? Hey, listen. Scoot your man. <laughs> we set up a perimeter. We have people guarding the perimeter. And once in a while, because they do have people living in Joshua Tree in the in the in the cities before there, right? And especially Palm yeah. Springs, right? <coughs> we get rid of those people when they get to the perimeter, you know. But we're all like, you know, fifty miles away. We're good, bro. Joshua Tree, listen, everybody. When the stop and be apocalypse happens, go to Joshua Tree. Okay, yes. Joshua Tree is going to save us all. Joshua Tree. That place yeah. is It is a beautiful amazing. place. It's a beautiful place. I love it. <laughs> What's going on there, buddy? Maybe, asthma. Maybe some water. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my asthma comes and goes from time to time. I was telling us, what was I telling us about? 
I said, I got, I said, I got a friend who we did wear like to reverse because his asthma is getting worse as he gets older. Mine is getting better as I get older. Uh, it's, it's sad. I know. Because I hated asthma. When I came to the States and I, and I got asthma, I said, I want, can we go back to Guam, please? Because I'm blind and now I got asthma. I want to play, I can't play sports. I'm a super nerd. Got an inhaler, got these big ass Arco glasses, and now I have, I got asthma. It's crazy. Couldn't even run, couldn't do anything, couldn't play sports, couldn't do anything. And then all of a sudden I come out, I don't know if it's LA, but I come out here and I'm fine. I can run and breathe normal and be out of breath normally and not wheeze. You know, I think the only time I wheeze is uh, if I cough. If I cough, I start wheezing and I can take my inhaler and it'll stop. Or I can just, if uh, I experimented, if I let myself wheeze, 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 it'll eventually die down. So it's, 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 uh, I don't know if I'm completely cured, but I'm like 95% cured. Well, good for you, <laughs> As you make your way to a cure, I'm making my way to a death. <laughs> okay? Mine has gotten worse. Everything that you have explained has gotten worse. Did you? Well, I know you saw the doctors. What are they? What are they saying? It just it just gets worse. It just gets worse. worse. You, you know, my grandmother actually died from an asthma attack in her sleep. So you know, and then my mom has it really bad. And then I just started to bellow. Like my, I knew at younger, I knew there was something wrong, but it was nothing like this. Now it's just like you know, what I'm saying the coughing and the hacking. And can't get in the breathing under control. And you weren't doing that when you're in elementary or no, 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 no. It was like it would burn, but it was nothing like this. It's kind of like where you're at now, you know. And now it's just like, you know, the slightness of like running or like walking fast or um, doing anything that exerts energy. Like I'll get a cough, and the cough will turn into like a 10-minute cough to a 20-minute cough, and I'm sitting there coughing to almost my, you know kidneys or something about the rupture i honestly think uh, <coughs> sacramento's atmosphere did it for me because you have all those trees you know mm. and, uh, and uh, grass and stuff uh what, i remember I wa- we were walking to some house party and, and you know as soon as we got out the car it just started wheezing mm-hmm. i was like what the hell i'm trying i'm trying to be cool i'm about to go into this party you know what i'm saying get my shoulder on and uh you want that rattle <laughs> I used to put my inhaler in my sock because I didn't want to put it in my pocket because it would take I had too many things to put in my pocket mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah so I put it in my sock so my friends knew like <laughs> he's like what's your he just let me take your sock this is weird well I got two now what you got two for because I, I mean, got one for a rescue inhaler so like if you need it like if you're in the middle of like working out or walking up a hill or, yeah, or use it as needed yeah as needed and then, then have I have a maintenance one that's called a maintenance one so you take one one in the morning and yeah, then one at night I had that yeah see I had that when I was in high school I did all that shit I was dying in high school you know my dad he punished me one time he took my inhaler and I started wheezing and he would give it to me for like 30 minutes because I did something wrong, so that was my punishment. For <laughs> but you could have died. Okay. So he put me in a room. He, he, let, he said, stay in your room. 
you can't come out and, you, and, and give me an inhaler. I was like, what? but I need it, you know, because that was when I was really, really bad. So he, but he would walk or walk past the door just to make sure I didn't collapse or some shit. Yeah. And then like 30 minutes later, he gave me my inhaler. And every time I tell people that, I was like, like your dad is evil. <laughs> That was kind of. <laughs> that's what I think about it. I, I, you could have died. But the thing about having asthma, it does make your voice <laughs> makes your voice a little raspier. You it know? does make your voice raspier. Raspier. Yeah. I hate my voice. I see. I like mine. I like it better. It has a little rasp to it. I didn't think it was this this bad until I listened to this podcast. It's raspier. Yeah. When you have your voice is you got a nice little raspy voice. People think it's cigarettes. It could be, or it could be the weed. Well, I can't smoke anything. Not anything. Because, like I said, it, it really does. Like, just like being in a room full of smoke, it sets off everything. Wow. Yeah. I that's think that's what did to me, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want an oxygen tank. I didn't start I didn't start smoking cigarettes. What'd you say? Wait, wait, wait. What'd you say? I said, I want an oxygen tank. Oh. You know, just to like roll that thing around. Yeah. I I dec- look, I had all kind of decoration on mine. I roll that thing up and just put my mask on, you know? I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad this is happening so I can archive this motherfucking cough, son. You got the worst, best cough ever. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? I give you a little something. To, you know? If I, if it, if you ever, if anybody out there is making a cartoon where they have a sick character, call up Gabriel Hill. He will give you the best sick cough. It'll be natural and real. <laughs> See, they, Stop. They, they, that's how right. The last breath of That's just a little hero. rattle. It happens from time to time. Jesus. Blame it on that asthma. Uh, uh, you used to have it. You know how those I used to have are. the bag. This used to be a bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have the you have the inhaler. You take the inhaler out. Or the, what do you call the part? Not the inhaler, but you call it. You put whatever the medicine is in. You take that tube out. You put it in this... That, that little nebula, the nebula, what was it called? It was called ibuterol. Yeah, but you take, yeah, you take that out of the, the case, mm-hmm. and then you put it into another one, and, it, and then this new one had like a long uh, nozzle, and, and, the, and, the, and the tube goes here, I and, think then, that was the, and then there's a bag. <laughs> <laughs> that was before my time. Sorry, boo. Sorry, boo. <laughs> so back in the day, right? And there's be a bag, right? <laughs> And the, you push, you push the bag, the, the tube, and the and the inhaler medicine would go into the bag, and then you breathe in the bag, and the bag would, you know, kind of like a, you know, like an accordion. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I used to, I have to, I used to have to use that. So picture, you're skinny, you got a messed up afro. You got Urkel glasses. No, you were cute. And you, were you cute. have I asthma. I saw your pictures when you were, you were a cutie. Okay, Gabriel. You had that pretty hair, y'all. You know that pretty hair? I know that we ain't supposed to call hair pretty, but you had that silky. Happiest happy No, baby. it wasn't. I saw the pictures. Wait, 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 wait. Let me tell you something. My hair was nappy on top, but curly straight on the side. I saw the pictures. I but saw the pictures. I know what they look like. Yeah, the you had that cold black hair. With the big curls. With the big curls. Mm-hmm. You know, you had hair like who? Who's really big? Like Tracy Ellis Ross. 
You had that hair. That's the kind of greater hair yes, that you have. Yes, me and Natalie, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Natalie has the same kind of hair. I think yours is probably I was a little straighter. No, yours look a little straighter than Natalie's. Like, look, because you had the colder black hair. I saw the pictures. What picture was that? I don't know. You had on like baby a... pictures. You had like a tank top and like a black... You look like a little gangster. <laughs> Baby gangster. BG's baby. BG. But you were actually you were like twenty years old in that picture, so you oh, looked no. like you were like twelve, but you're like twenty. <laughs> Cause even now you still look young. But what's young? Well, young is I would think anything under forty five. That's not young to me. That is to me. Anything under 45 is young. That's the way I think, but what do you I, think young is? I think, yeah, like, anything under 30, 35. Anything under 35 is young. See, I think 45. That's when we can't really, like, really relate. No, I, I disagree. I think once you, you, I don't know, it just seems like 45 to me. Like, Because when you're, like, 45, you got kids, you're, you know, you're not in shape as much or at all. And you just you worried about money, and you know you just your whole outlook so you has changed. Thirty five. Thirty five. You're under thirty five. You're young. You still want to do stuff. You're vibrant. Even even when you hit thirty, you're like, oh, I hit thirty. I gotta do shit. Now this is it. You know what I'm saying? Even though most of us won't <laughs> do shit, you're still like thirty. Alright, now I gotta you know put you know put the pedal to the metal. You know what I'm saying? Would you hit 35? You're like, and you haven't done what you wanted to do. You, you get kind of, you know, disenfranchised. If, that, if that's the word, you get kind of pessimistic about life. You're working your nine to five, and I'm talking about myself. Yeah, I think you are. <laughs> yeah, no, I literally think like you kind of you kind of stop. You kind of you know you got kids now. You, you think about benefits. Do you have kids, no, but I'm saying. Most of my friends, 90% gave up on their goals and dreams because they got kids and stuff and they're, you know, they're in their 40s and stuff. The dream is over, baby. I need the benefits. I need a college education. I mean, you know, I need college funds for my kids. You know what I'm saying? They're getting older. They're listening to Lil Wayne. It's crazy. We, we both listen to Lil Wayne. We're both playing the PlayStation 4. See, I'm thinking 45. What? 45. 45. Wait, 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 we're done. No, you know why? Because I think that's when men like really like wake up and smell the roses and be like, oh wait, I gotta get like, I think like, you know, I'm at, I'm like 45. Like, if you don't do it at 35, then. No, I don't think 30, I think 35 is too young. If you're not that, if you're not acting that way at 35, then there's a problem. I mean, I think that you, you start get to your shit ma- together by 35. Yeah, but I think that you start to mature. Yeah, definitely. I think you're maturing and evolving. But I don't think at 35, like, you're like, oh, my God, like, I'm grown. Like, life is almost over. I need to, like, figure out. <laughs> I don't think it's that. It's almost over. I don't think that. It's you have 40 more years. You're 80 years old. Right. You're in a home. You can't boop poop on your own. You're wearing diapers. You can't. You have to share the TV with 10 other people because you're in a home. You're trying to, you know, you, you meet some old lass and you want to have sex with her, but you got to take vitamins. Or whatever, you gotta take a pill to put your pee pee in her. You know what I'm saying? And you both. You know, there's all kind of like STDs running around at restaurants. You know, she now. she's dry, so she has to take vitamins. So you got 
you guys just say fuck it. We ain't even. Gonna, we just gonna like. And they've been doing that. There's all types of STDs. Hump. There's been a rise in STDs at rest homes. First of all, let me say something. <laughs> if you are 70 years old and you just got herpes or some shit, that's like the worst. Like, I'm For ready sure. to die, man. I don't got time to itch my pee pee. I ain't got time to scratch it. I got other things to worry about. My hair is falling out. My teeth falling out. And I got bumps on my dick. Ew. And I'm 75. Come on, man. Ew. This damn home is killing me. Ew. You always had that nose ring? I've always had a nose ring. Did you? Nose ring, and I've always had, well, I got these done. Not, like, maybe, like, almost a year ago now. I'm just worried about tattoos. I'm trying to finish my body. Wait, what kind of tattoos and why? Because I just, I just, I just have, I have a lot of real estate, and I need to cover it. <laughs> why is that? Cause I have a lot of, I just have a, my my artistic uh, ideas. Okay. Whatever fun. that's supposed to mean. Okay. I don't know. I want to finish the, my real estate on my body so I can get over get it over with. But what do you want? That's what I don't understand. What do you mean? What I want? I want that. Tet- I know, but no, but what do you want? Like I got like dream catchers and dragons and goblins and demons and more Mandarin and mm. like family crest and wings and bats and spiders oh my that's what i'll tell you one thing la is very expensive with tattoos it's not that expensive in sacramento it's very expensive here in and san francisco huh i don't have any tattoos now you know all this real estate that you want to put on your papa why it's overrated exactly you're 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 saying that 35 is like where you peak, so let's just leave it at 35. You're dead after 35. <laughs> I, think, I think Margaret Cho got started getting tattoos at 40. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, like most actors, like from what they tell actors, it's like you don't like really get your stride until you're like 40 something. Did you know yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. They say you, when you when you're in the business when you're, you're an entrepreneur you don't really start making money until you're like 40 or 50 60 years old. See. So, but you gotta you gotta keep you know working. Though. You gotta go through go through the bad to get to the good. And you think that everything ends at 30? I don't think it ends. <laughs> I just think you 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 get more clouded. You get more jaded. I've seen black people quit at 30 just to get because they're jaded because they're dealing with false, faulty, funky people. And I hate that because I see the talent and I'm like, you know, keep going. But they're like, no, especially like out here, like it's uh, you can get fucked over really, really quick. You know what I'm saying? You can have your own store and you know, I mean, other it, it sounds good on paper, but. You'll just start living in that store because you want to make the store go. You're paying two rents and you're like, oh, fuck it. I might as well live here. You know what I'm saying? Under the radar. So I could just pay one rent. You know what I'm saying? This is is how how long are you going to keep fighting to make your dream happen? And a lot of people quit. Well, I think a lot of people quit because the simple fact that was the dream really realistic? And what options did you try? And I'm not saying that they didn't go through all this. 
I'm not saying that uh, it still can't happen, but I think people do set themselves up for failure sometimes. I mean, like, if you're not really invested in it, you didn't really take the time and do the research and the, have the understanding, and you just kind of went out half-cocked. And I'm not saying that people do this. Some people do all of that, and they still fail. But the thing, <laughs> it's true. I just think that, but what is success? Is that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I never know what success is to people. Because success means to what success means to me is it's like a goal that I've obtained. It doesn't mean that if I put, like, I'll give you an example. It doesn't mean if I did a CD and it didn't sell one copy, is that still success? Because I actually did the CD. It wasn't meant, like, if people brought it, if people didn't, like, it wasn't about that. It was about me creating this project and this art right. and, and and making it something for me and if yeah. people like it that's fine if they didn't that's fine too so i just don't know like th that always confuses me what what is success i guess it, it depends on the person let's say you didn't make that album and you didn't sell anything you, <laughs> you went wood you know you, you sold five because you had five friends right, and then let's say but let's say do you, so, so then you have a choice. Do you keep making music? Do you work on another album, or do you stop because you just because you didn't sell? And and let's say you put in effort too. You put in the money for advertisement. You know, you had a little indie label behind you. You had a you know f five videos for a ten song album, and and none of them really hit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but you know, your friends say you have talent. You got you're on a label for Christ's sake, an indie label, but you're on a label. Do you stop because you sold five records? It depends on the person. Do you are you in this for money? Or are you in this because you love? Thank you. That that was my whole entire point. It's like, are you doing it for money? And everybody wants to get paid for their art, or they want to be validated, or they want it to be confirmed that this is what they need to be doing. But th 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 I don't think you should do it for that. I think you should purely do it for you because this is your way of expressing and if people accept it or reject it, it doesn't, it shouldn't affect you one way or the other. And I, I get it, like everybody wants to be validated. Everybody wants to be, you know, um, understood. And I, I get that. I just, I just, I just, I, maybe I just look at it differently. As I look at success, like, you are living, you're breathing, you're working, and not that work, because that's another story. But I'm saying you are maintaining life, and that's much more than a lot of people are doing, right? That's why. But you're also, if you have the ability to have a, a craft or an art or a passion, and you are in that vein and you're working on it, how is that not a success? Like, if you, like, you could put together this podcast. Like, to me, this is successful. Like, I'm proud of you. Like, it just, it just, it makes me look up to you. Like, oh, wow, this guy's actually doing what he's doing. And like, to me, that's successful. You got the equipment, you got the place, you got all this beautiful stuff. And it's like, wow, like, this guy's actually doing his thing. And so I just, I, I look at it and I admire it. And I'm like, dang, like, that's success to me. And you know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't know how people measure success, but I think that they measure it by what society measures it by, which is like you sell a million or you make a million, and it's all about the money part of it. I think, I think, I think that's what happens. I think we get like uh, if we can't live off of our craft, then we're not successful. Because if I have to work a, a nine to five that I don't care about, um, but it's sustaining me for now, 
and we're not living off of our craft and I can't wake up in the middle of the night to make a beat that I know that I'm going to get, you know, be able to have other people listen to and maybe get paid for that beat and it's not it's not going to be it's not going to be a good life. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I you get not paid for your craft. So basically what living you, off of your craft. Right. So how it how it is uh, how success is determined by some people is by the amount of money that they make off their craft. And not even like like getting rich and you know like Kevin Hart rich, but I mean like just being able to be like let's say if I made a beat and somebody liked it and my name is in like a, the small bowl of mm-hmm. people looking for music and say oh you know Lee made this beat okay cool or keep it on SoundCloud oh, like let's say I'm my name is out there amongst their, you know people like Elmine Mine and stuff and they listen to oh let me get that you know what I'm saying it's I'm more accessible because my name is out there you know what I'm saying that would be fantastic to live off of that you know what I'm saying and then I get you know uh, you know uh, points afterwards you know what i'm saying so they buy the beat and then every time it gets played on spotify or whatever i get paid and the artists get paid whoever's using it the label gets paid we all get paid you know what i'm saying and, and then imagine like 50 other songs of my songs out there my tracks out there i mean that's that'd be dope to wake up whenever i want to make a beat go back to sleep or you know you know hang out with you guys whenever i want to or whatever you know what i'm saying enjoy the city more at you know, nine or ten a.m. Go to the beach, surf, come back home, make a beat, go to sleep, take a nap, shit, have sex, do some drugs, <laughs> eat a eat an egg McMuffin, take a nap, make a beat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On repeat. <laughs> hey, on repeat, make a beat. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm talking about. I, I Live just... somewhere cool where it's safe. You know what I'm saying? Being able to take care of your family. You know what I'm saying? Having more freedom. And being able to live off of your craft is the is a uh, ob- objective of this whole situation of creatives. You know what I'm saying? Got it. No, that's, that's success. Fair. Don't have to be rich. Don't have to own a f- five Teslas and drive all over the place with my Gucci sunglasses. No, it's just living off of our craft, being able to do what we want to do because we're good at it, and and people recognize that and being paid for it. That's enough for me you know and it should be for everybody and if you get rich off of your even better look at kevin hart look at all the actors who live in beverly hills and stuff like they're getting paid off of their craft you know what i'm saying that's 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 one of the goals but if i can live cool i like what you just described i mean that's like that's i think that's ideal like right you like you know, to be able to just like to be able to afford what you want. You don't have to be rich, but be able to be live comfortable, right? And be able to go out. Yeah, who wouldn't want to like be in LA at 10 o'clock in the morning and go to a museum? You know what I'm saying? Or go get brunch. Yeah. You know, go to the beach. Want to hit that new restaurant? Right. I mean, that, that would. I think that's that's that would be you know a little piece of paradise, right? <laughs> you get to live here, but you get to enjoy it as well. Yeah. You're not on this rat race. Being able to pay for race. you know dinner or take your mom out or whatever you know what I'm <laughs> buy her a car or a house you yeah. know what i'm saying like no. yeah you know no. you need to think about other people you know what i'm saying getting getting natalie out of that neighborhood you know what I'm saying? I like her neighborhood. What I are you know, saying? Shut up, dude. You know what? I'm not doing this on the radio <laughs> i'm not doing this on the radio i i'm just gonna say i think but it's 
the, the, you just have to know the neighborhood. I know you're not comfortable over. I there. know the neighborhood, son. What are you talking about? I don't. I... Okay, I don't. Okay, she needs a bigger spot. I, I like it. It's cozy. It's fine. I just feel like a woman of her caliber should be in a better, like maybe in like a townhouse or something. But she likes it. No, she doesn't. That's bullshit. We're not gonna talk about her right she, now. She, uh, studio disagree. with sky high ceilings. But she, the roof, she's the moon very roof. modest, and she likes. No, she's not. She, she look, she's able she to drives an Audi. Gabriel. She's able to afford, That's not modest. Modest is me with the Honda Fit. Afford what she likes and what she wants. And I believe if she wants to go somewhere else, she definitely can do that. But I think she's very comfortable. She lives within her means. That's the problem. She's comfortable. And I, I, I don't mind it. I think that she she's, she knows her neighbors. She, she's in a safe spot, in a safe place. And I think she's... she's that's what I think. I mean, I think she's very, she's very comfortable and she's very aware of that area. And um, it has gotten be- better over the years. I mean, I oh go- yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I have, <laughs> I have been over there several times, like in that area, you know. So I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm. No, it's good. It's, it looks, it looks way better. Yeah, 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 you see what I'm saying? So it's like it's, it's a, it's a. I just feel like she should be in a bigger you know place. What? I like her place. It's very- she should be in a place like your place. Your place is tight. I like your place. Well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, besides the fact that you, I mean, is, is it made for two people? It's made for two people. Yeah, it's made for two people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If I had your spot with without that, uh, I guess, anonymity of having somebody else there, like mm-hmm. that, you'll Oh, you just want it by yourself? Absolutely. You know what, Lee? <laughs> Absolutely. If my roommate moves out, you don't want her back bedroom? <laughs> No. <laughs> you want it to yourself. <laughs> first of all, your your first of all, your place is like a loft. It's basically basically a loft with a like a guest room. Mm-hmm. You know, because you have that your 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 bedroom like an open space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you're humping, we can hear you hump. Can you? Yes. <laughs> if I spend a night and you're humping. And I'm on the couch because I can't. Obviously, I got nowhere else to go. <laughs> I can hear you hump. You're in a loft, son. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with yeah, that? What's wrong with that? Unless I'm taping it, this what's the point? We're humans. I mean, you don't have do sex. That. I have don't sex. Do, don't do that. <laughs> if you had that logic, then we all could be fucking in front of everybody. What? That wouldn't be in front of everybody. You would just be able to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, jelly? Like, you jealous? You jealous? <laughs> Annoying. I don't want to hear. hear but then close your ears. Close my ears. There's the door. Really? <laughs> you can step outside. If I come back in at your house. You would tell me to leave. No, I'd be Go like, you outside. can. Let, you could look. This is what I'll tell you. Number one, I wouldn't do that. I have class. That's number one. I know, one. but let's just say you don't. Let's say I don't have class. <laughs> <laughs> I know you would do that, but that would be so fucking funny and fucked up. I would call and I'd be like, Yo, guess what? <laughs> This motherfucker is humping. I said, I said, stop it, Gabriel. He said, no, I got to get my nut on. <laughs> if it bothers you, then you chill out the door. I'll come get you when I'm done. Okay. Well, first of all, like I said, I would not do that. That's number one. But number two, like, let's just say that did happen. Let's just say I was just feeling freaky because I'm single. Let's say I was feeling freaky and I really wanted to just like do that. And I'm like, oh, Lee, like I'm going to have whoever (laughs) over my house 
And is that gonna bother you? And if you'd be like, yeah, that's gonna bother me. So I would run it past you first. And you'd be like, yo, yo, that's gonna bother me. Like, I don't wanna hear that, whatever, right? So I'd be like, okay, cool, you know what? I would wait to whatever and then bring the person back over, right? I wouldn't do that because out of respect for you, out of respect for our friendship, you know, I wouldn't do that. But I mean, just let's just say I was having a rare moment because we all get in the moments sometimes. And I'd be like, Lee, you know what? This is what I feel like doing. And, you know, we have a conversation. I'd be like, well, I feel it's my place. I'm going to do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? You got a couple of options. <laughs> Bathtub? <laughs> I do got a bathroom that has the door on it if you do want to go in there and close the door. You sleep in the car. I'll I do got a later. balcony. <laughs> you run on the balcony and smoke your reefer. <laughs> I guess with me, like I have friends, like we'll just we'll hump in. It don't matter. But as you, like I said, I just want to, I just want to be clear though. Like I do, I do. I'm very respectful of people, and that's not something I would do. But like I say, we all have rare moments, okay. and I wouldn't put you out. <laughs> I guess I'm not used to that. I guess we, we would, we would hump. No, I, I, like me personally, like I said, I mean, I think that's what, maybe if that's what I you would stay. To, I mean, I would, I would expect my friends to stay and probably like try to peek, but we, I'm, I'm I hear you coming up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I would hear you coming up the stairs. So even though I have the loft and I love the loft because it has the balcony off because they have balcony yeah, upstairs and the balcony upstairs. You've seen it. Yeah, yeah. And so like, I just love it. Like I love the open space and I'm. I'm perfectly fine with having a lot. I love it. You know what I'm saying? The, the the room downstairs does have a door on it. It has yeah. a lock, so she's comfortable in it, and that's, that's great for her. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I have had people stay over before. And, you know what I'm saying? I've had a person over before, but we didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? They just stayed in the bed with me, and the person slept on the couch downstairs. Um, so it was perfectly fine. I mean, if you really got a home, you could you could, you could uh quiet hump or you just go out to the balcony i could close the door and go out on the balcony i mean that sounds even hotter yes. but, but no sneak humping <laughs> i mean it's like you're the whole game over again the whole game what <laughs> wait wait the first i was 18 when i first had sex so 16 wow. <laughs> so i'm saying but it makes 17. you feel like you, oh, that was you that makes you feel like you are uh that makes you feel like you are um like doing something you shouldn't be doing but yeah i mean like i have a balcony and yeah it gets used <laughs> well yeah balcony outside you humping outside How i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying i have a balcony and um it gets used you know what i'm saying it's a nice balcony and so i like to go out there and if that would probably be the answer to your question if you were there and I knew you were there because once I closed those sliding doors, you can't hear nothing. Wait, what's it? But everybody else can hear something that they are on the back. No, no, no. But who's gonna be on the back? What do you mean? Who's gonna be on the balcony? What if somebody's depressed and just hanging out in the balcony, balcony and smoking a cigarette or something? They get a free hear show. They can hear it. They might be able to say because we're so high up. You know, I'm, I'm four stories up. So there's nobody on my block that's four stories up except for the next building. You got like a like a furniture piece out there, like a like a love seat or something out there. No. So you just on the concrete. I didn't say that either. (laughs) (laughs) You on the rails. <laughs> Let's just say that you know what I'm saying there's there's a lot that you can do on a balcony that you don't need any furniture that you don't need anything to grab hold to. <laughs> I mean to uh, yeah you're yeah 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, answer your question. No, that's that would probably most likely never happen because, like, number one, like I can get my drive under control, and it doesn't have to be that moment, that time, at that point, right? You can you just be like, you know what, you know, you just you just it's not that serious. I mean, like, I'm I'm close to your age as it is. You know, I'm very close to you. So it's like, you know, I mean, like, I'm not like 21 years old. Like, I got to... Oh, yeah, yeah. That was... Exactly, right? So it's just like, oh, if, if we go out, like, we act like our age. Like, you know, like, okay, you know what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I still like to party. I do like to party. I do like to dance. I do. You I do. <laughs> you want to tell me what you just told me earlier today? You party till six o'clock in the morning. I did party till six o'clock in the morning. Okay, that's then. true. That's, that's true. That's I did 20, party. That's twenty-one year old shit. Yes, I did party, but like you have to like my so chronologically, <laughs> I might be a certain age, but mentally I don't feel that age, right? Sure. So I don't feel a certain age, and my body age, has not aged to that point. Is has not so even though like i'm guess chronologically i'm a certain age right but my body has not reached that age like, I, like, has it caught up with your yeah it hasn't caught up with my my, my chronological age. age like I, it just hasn't and so like i still i'm still i still have i don't have the same exact energy that i have when i'm 21 but like i definitely i still have a lot of energy i don't know where it comes from but my mom is 61 she just turned 61 this year and she's still out booty popping still wearing dresses up to her you know what mm. and just like you know she has not lost not not lost a step and i was just like how does how do you still have all that energy at 61 cocaine <laughs> <laughs> well, she, <laughs> she says she don't do that you know but. what i'm trying <laughs> She said she don't make do that. You, laugh, <laughs> you, you know that asthma coming in. You get that extra. You get the extra. That's well, what I'm saying. I got but, a pump, so. <laughs> thank good, you. You're good thank here. you. I mean, like, you don't never know. I want that oxygen tank. So if you got a friend who got an oxygen tank, come through. Don't you, don't you got benefits? I do. I talked to my doctor. He said I'm, not, said, I'm not to that point to where I need the oxygen tank. You don't want that. I just want to roll it you around. Look like, you look like C3PO and R2D2. But I just like roll it around and like skid it on the ground. <laughs> I see it. You just like keep like you know, just like yeah, I can get it. I get like the first. First of, first of all, you don't look your age, so you <laughs> <laughs> you with the action to take this stuck. You don't even think you filming a movie. Like, where's, where's, where's the cameras? I'm glad I don't look my age yet. That's that's a good thing. A little I mean, the like, blazing blood. I think so. I mean, I had a 30-year-old come up to me. Hey, hey, hey. Exactly. And I was like, oh. Come to what he said. How do you think I am? <laughs> oh, what, ha- what happened? What do you mean, what happened? Like, he was, like, really interested. Like, I was just like, wait, oh, oh, okay. You know, I almost got you by, like, wait, 10 wait, years, does right? it matter that he was 30? Um, cause I, yeah, 30 is my cutoff age now. Like so 30, so 35, 30 to 35 is my cutoff age. So math was exchanged. You got it, got it popping. Yeah. So we, we, you know, he's, he's a pretty cool guy. Pretty, pretty, pretty cool guy. I like uh-huh, him. Uh-huh. Lives out of, out of Long Beach. Every, everything good comes out of Long Beach. <laughs> everything good comes out of Long Beach. I wouldn't know that. I know. Well, you should go down to Long Beach. You might find you a nice young lady. Go Long Beach, hang out where? Long Beach, go out, go down to the pier. There's a pier in. Long I mean, like the, the the boardwalk, like the the the, 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 the the Queen Mary. Go down by Queen Mary. Oh, oh I did go to the aquarium. Man. Yeah, like that that whole strip right there for like uh-huh. two three miles. Like, about, yeah, yeah. You, you meet a lot of people. Like, I do like that area. Yeah, yeah, like you just go hang out. It's like Dolores Park. You just go hang out over there. 
<clears throat> and they got all kind of karaoke bars down there. I mean, I'll take you down to Long Beach with me. Why are you bring up karaoke? I love karaoke. Not the rooms. Shit. Not the rooms, not the rooms, not the rooms. Them what? damn rooms in K-Town? No, I'm not talking about the rooms where it's all safe uh-huh. and secure. I'm talking about getting on the stage. Where everybody's watching it. Where everybody's watching it. Builds your confidence, builds your self-esteem, and it makes you happy. I did that before. Right. We had a, we had a, there's a bar in Sacramento, a pool, pool bar. Mm-hmm. They had karaoke, and we would often go there and, uh, and do songs and stuff. It was fun. Yeah, we should do that. You want to go to karaoke? I want to say no. Why? But my balls say yes. <laughs> <laughs> you might, you never know. You might find, you might find the woman of your dreams. You will be there. Maybe. You just never know. I'm not. I'm not looking for that. That's when I was down in Long Beach. That's how I ran into the thirty-year-old. <laughs> he, said, he said, "I'm a fan." <laughs> you know? I, I saw you singing, and I'm a fan. I, when I was at Boardwalk Eleven, this is where we should go. But this is on my side of town, over on Culver City. Um, and so, um, I yeah, go down I did. there. I love it down there. I love your neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because the Culver City is the, still, the city next door to me. Yeah. And so there's a place called Boardwalk 11, and I go there. I used to go all the time. And um, you go there, put your song in, you sing. And so a couple of times I have been there, like, people, you do get, like, because people go there just to, you sing. know, sing, right? But then there's people who, like, go there just to, like, listen to people. And I did have a couple of guys that was be like, oh, like, you did really good. What was that song? I hadn't heard it. I was like, oh, okay. I want to do a duet. Come through. Come I want through. to do it on my own, my Pat LaBelle and Michael McDonald. You want to do it? Which, which part you want me to do? I want to do Michael McDonald. So I got to do Pat LaBelle? Yeah. So many promises. <laughs> <laughs> on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Why did it have to be this way? That's, that's, that's why we're friends again. Do, let's do it, dude. I would love to do that. I'm down. I love that song anyway. Yeah, you I just picked the song. I mean, I love yeah. Patty LaBelle. Uh, you know, Duquan, that's actually his favorite singer. He really loves uh, Patty LaBelle. So, yeah. I love, you, I love Patty LaBelle. Yeah. So, yeah. Michael McDonald's my man. Okay. Well, I'm ready. I mean, I'll do it too. You know, I ain't afraid. Let's do it. I, I'm down. I'm going to hold you to it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna cut this. We did an hour, dude. Already? Yeah. We didn't even get it to our subject. I know, I didn't get it. I'm a- that was, I like this. Amazing, 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 amazing.